This is Jessica. And this is Kelly. And this is the Chasing Brighter podcast. Hello, everybody. Today, Kelly and I are going to be talking about our trip to Cooperstown, which is actually just kind of an area in New York where we went for our son's baseball tournament. Yeah. So many of you might know Cooperstown as the home of baseball and the Baseball Hall of Fame, but there are a lot of baseball tournaments that happen in the summer in the entire region. And so we are going to share a lot of things that we experienced during our trip. That brings me back to the boys had summer camp and there was a talent show and there was this boy, I'm going to say he was eight or nine and he was singing that song from Katy Perry. Yeah. And he roar. was lip syncing it yeah. except for the roar part. And he was like, <laughs> roar! and he was like, I want to let everybody know that I'm going to make this really loud sound. And so, um, you know, the first time I do it, maybe I'll r- warn you in case it's like really loud for you and you have a hard time with it and you just want to plug your ears. Uh, right? And so it was like, how loud is he going to roar? Right. And it was like, roar! you know, kid and he doesn't have a loud How old was he? he was like eight or nine. Oh my gosh. It was the sweetest <laughs> thing. And the, the worst part about so talent cool. shows, as you know, is that rarely do they ever cut the music. Like I think, I think a well-organized talent show for kids should limit to 60 second gigs. That's it. You got, you have a minute to do your act and that's it instead, because songs are super long. And so it's like, dude, I heard you roar like five minutes ago. Like I am good with you roaring. <laughs> also, it's a lot that's to like, for so them to like, I love that he was like, I just want to let you know. Oh my gosh. It was the your ears. adorable thing. And like for a kid at that age to like put themselves out there, yeah, I think is so awesome. That kid's probably going to do well in life. Right. Um, so Kelly, we went to the Cooperstown area of New York. We actually stayed, did we actually stay in Oneonta? Yes. The town that the VRBO was in was in Oneonta, even though we were, we were out in the country and we basically stayed in an old farmhouse, which was adorable. And it was really halfway in between Oneonta and Cooperstown, which was a great location for us. We're very, we were in upstate New York, um, straight, almost straight west of Albany, kind of west and a little bit south of Albany um, and northwest of the city. Um, when you go there, right, you and it's, you have to fly into the Albany airport and then drive about a 90 minute drive. That we had to do. So it's yeah. I have yep. to get there. Right. Yeah. And then um I was we were so lucky. My son Dominic was able to guest play for your son Wes's team. And so every summer, Cooperstown, um, like Kelly mentioned in the intro, Cooperstown, New York is considered the home of baseball and they house the baseball hall of fame. And they also have um the field there, Kelly that yep. we should know the famous field um double day 
double day field. And that's where they, you know, um, induct people into the hall of fame. Double day field was in, um, the movie, a league of our own, um, a league of their own. Have I lost my a mind League of their own a league Good of try. their own? Well, I'm a woman. It's so it's the, me. It's, it's my league. <laughs> it's believed to be the birthplace of baseball. And I think it's personally, my take on it was sort of like, let's call this the birthplace of baseball. I would agree. Yep. Yep. Works for us. Right. right. Where it was yeah. like, was it really? Well, there were so many different. So at the baseball hall of fame, you know, Dominic was reading every single word in the hall of fame. And so there were so many different forms of baseball in different roles all over the country. And I believe all over the world, but definitely all over the country. Um, and they all had their own kind of private clubs. And in Cooperstown is where it started becoming streamlined into the baseball that we know it. Um, but uh, so today uh, we wanted to talk about kind of why we're there, what we recommend for all the families that will be going there this summer, um, the hits and misses and in our whole experience. So uh, there are three different baseball tournament or baseball programs that run yes. the entire summer for baseball teams. Um, and there is uh, our, our boys went to Cooperstown Baseball World. Which was in Oneonta. And so they stay at the SUNY Oneonta, which is the State University of New York Oneonta campus. So they stayed in dorms um, the whole time. And so I loved that. That, that was amazing. I, it was, it's a beautiful campus, very hilly and just located, I thought, just kind of nestled into the town and the, on the outskirts. It seemed very new. I don't know. Yeah, the campus. Yeah. I mean, the, the fields were new. Oh yeah. Um, Gorgeous. The, the the dorms were cool. Cause they were, I mean, the camp, the dorms were older. Like what do you, the dorms were a little tired, but like, right. Right. It's dorms. And then, um, the dining hall was beautiful too. It was like a brand new dining hall. The kids experience is, is a really cute town. And we, we stayed at a VRBO kind of in the farm, maybe on like, like a plot of land like about 15 eight, minutes away. Yeah, eight to yeah. 10 minutes. And, um, but also I, I forgot to mention that Cooperstown is just for 12 you, right? So it's a lot yeah, of 11, 12 year old thing, right? There's kids. And there's Cooperstown All-Star Village, Village, which is in Oneonta. And, and Cooperstown Field, 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 Dreams. Field of Dreams. Yeah. Cooperstown Dreams Park. Yes. Cooperstown Dreams Park. And um, on Cooperstown Dreams Park, that's kind of what a lot of people are thinking of Cooperstown. They kind of stay in like barrack situations where they have a trunk, bunk beds, all the team in like one room. Village is the same. Yeah. And then they have uniforms, they have different stuff. So ours was a little bit different because our kids wore their actual uniform from their team. Um, But I, I liked our experience. Our boys will probably just talk about the dining hall. Is that all the Agreed. About <laughs> I I would say so. I mean, I think they really enjoyed. They got bussed to the ballpark when there was a game. They played hide and seek. It was a huge camp all through the camp. Yeah, ways. they had free reign of the the boys had free reign of the campus. Yeah, and we it was like they had little like three three double rooms to like a little living area. And then those right. Six people kind of yeah, shared was, a shower and then the suites. six boys had a coach. Mm-hmm. And so our boys bunked together. Um, it, there's no air conditioning. So that was a little adjustment, but we, um, it we had really brought a cool. fan. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's they, cool at night. It, the weather was surprising to me because it was, it was like pretty gorgeous. Up in the mountains, it felt like. Yeah. And I was telling people, I felt like it was the Catskills, but it's technically not the Catskills, but it's like bordering them. It's very mountainous to me, like old. Yeah, mountains. it was very, very green and hilly. Like you talk about them getting bus to the fields where we had to walk uphill. It was like a 45 degree hike. incline. Mm, yeah, it was a hike, but they offered little golf cart rides. Mm-hmm. But we always deferred to like, you know, the older people who, you know, we can walk. We were fine. We're able-bodied. <laughs> yes. That was our butt burner going up those hills. Yeah. But I, I thought the whole experience was awesome. And to me, if Dominic wants to go to college just because of the dining hall, that's fine. Like whatever inspires him for higher education. Yes. I'm down. And then that was Dominic's first camp experience. He's stayed, you know, at friends' houses and stuff like that, but Dominic's never been away at a camp. That was his very first camp experience. So that was super cool that he got to be with his cousin and they had very limited, they didn't have a lot of rules, right? So they could have their phone, they kind of do whatever they wanted, which I'm sure was so freeing for them. I think what I'm finding is age 11 slash 12 is a very prime ideal age it's like the sweet spot of when they are good being alone like home away with friends because they love it they just thrive off of their friends and they're old enough that they have a sense of responsibility so they're not going to like get themselves in trouble you know what i mean yeah do you feel like that with the kids like yeah the melatonin debacle they had dominic had a really hard time with the time change so the first night he could not sleep. And rightly so, it's three hours yeah. time difference for right. Vegas. And they wanted the boys, you know, in bed, 9, 9.30, because they had early, we had early games every day where they would be, you know, up and eating breakfast at like 6.30. And so Dominic was really stressed and calling me because he was calling me, I can't sleep, I can't sleep, you know, 11 o'clock, 11.30, midnight. Because he was, he was feeling up. responsible and knew yes. he needed to get to he bed. He needed to get up. He was stressed about yes. getting himself up. And then, then Wes was up. And so um, I told them to do the audiobooks. They listened to an audiobook for a little bit. And then I told them to listen to the meditation. They're so cute. Because could you imagine 11 mom texting us? I and can't being believe. Like, listen to a meditation. I it can't would be sleep. Like, oh, I tried a meditation. Crazy. It didn't right. work. And they right. both were like, it worked. That was really helpful. Thanks. <laughs> like they both were like, the meditation was really helpful. Thank you. Um, and then, so then I was like, okay, I need to get you some melatonin. And so we got the melatonin, but everything, you know, if you had to administer anything, you had to log it with the camp and give it to the coach and the coach had to administer it. And I was like, I'm not, this is where I follow rules that make sense to me. And this was a rule that didn't make sense to me because Dominic's very independent and takes, you know, allergy allergy medication all of his medication on his own he's good to go and i didn't want to have to like well, write a paper sign it like do all true. the things plus it's not really prescription you know <clears throat> no, it's just, none of it yeah it's just a <clears throat> over-the-counter supplement so i told dominic i'm gonna bring you guys melatonin but like you know you're not you're not supposed to have it so i'm just gonna bring it for you guys <laughs> so it was like eight o'clock at night and we we're like when we get there we'll call you come down and get the melatonin and so we parked and they came down and Dominic immediately saw the campus security yeah. guy. There's a campus security uh, car in the parking lot. And, and he, he was, was like, like, the, the cops, cops are here. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and then, um, and so then I just like gave him a hug and I'm, he really learned. My mom is incredibly sketchy and I don't know if I can trust her moving forward, but like I gave him a hug and when I gave him a hug, I stuffed the melatonin in his backpack. Meanwhile, in a Ziploc so, baggie. Right. So then I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. So what do we say if like Wes is like, I'm totally going to just 
like Wes was like, I'll keep a secret. No yeah, big Wes deal. Was just like, so then mm-hmm, it's almost I'm not scary talking. that mm-hmm. like Wes is like, I'm never. So Dominic is like, obviously can't keep a secret and super straight lace, right? Or whatever. And so it's like, yeah, there we go. So, so we'll have to look out for Wes. Their first so deal. The good news is there were a lot of shops <laughs> that sold supplements and things around there. Like we weren't, there are plenty of grocery stores. Like what was the grocery store? I love that was my favorite. There was a price chopper, which we didn't go to. No. And I would say um, that was one of the the things that I felt like was tough was places being open. Yeah. So I think, you know, it it really hit me. Hannaford was our favorite grocery place that there's a labor shortage and you hear about it and you see it in your day-to-day but that was the first i mean granted spring break florida was the same but i guess you guys just kind of think it it's not really everywhere and especially in big touristy areas but it was there too right yeah i and i because so i live in the las vegas area and in 2020 las vegas and the casinos were open june 2020 right and so for us because we're so touristy and i the casino has wielded a lot of power we've been open a long time and so uh, to your point when we went spring break 2022 to dc they had um lifted mask mandates in vegas that february um and so when we went to dc i was really surprised dc was just opening up whereas right vegas had been opened up 18 months i think kind of a similar experience with also opening up from the pandemic because cooperstown was closed summer 2020 summer 2021 and this was their yeah, very this first, was the summer first time opening back. up from the pandemic in fact cooperstown baseball world i think was the only one that was allowing 13 u which was to accommodate the kids who were 12 last year yeah there were kids that missed it so they also had 13 u um and so a lot of businesses closed and so there were a lot of things that were not updated online so you'd say oh look this place is open let's go there and then that business had been completely shut down and closed so a lot of um things were not updated online. So it was difficult to know what was open and what wasn't open. Agreed. And then also the labor yes. shortage. So then if you'd go to a place that was open, they were very limited staff. Um, and so it you was very ex- slow. Yeah, you were going to wait a long time for a table unless you went earlier. And I think, you know, Jess, this is the new normal for the near future. I mean, I think, you know, coming back to Chicago, you see it everywhere now. And I think what we all we all took for granted is when you were traveling, you were going to a tourist destination that had late hours, open early, open seven days a week. And now you're spending your time finding places that are even open, right? That you didn't realize you needed to do. And also I was going to add on that is I think that nobody updates their website that much. And so you go to Google and it says it's open. But what we found, I think, is that Facebook. Yeah, Facebook was the best thing. If somebody had a Facebook page, then we would know. Because you could see on Facebook, you can see, oh, look, they posted, right? They posted like in the past for the day. seven days or yes. whatever. Oh, look, this post was from 2018. This place isn't open anymore. That's kind of how we're gathering information. Um, and I think that's what we kind of wanted to talk about today really was we want to look at things to do in the area, shopping in the area and dining in the area. And, and um, 
what would you say, Kel, um, what was your favorite thing that we did in Cooperstown? I would say it's tough. I The Baseball Hall of Fame is like a quintessential bucket list. Yeah. I'm just a little the Cooperstown area, right? Yeah. The Cooperstown area. I So the Baseball Hall of Fame was, I could probably go three times. I don't know. There was just so much. It was much a lot. And I it right? kind of made me realize how I have like a one hour limit on it. Oh, I always do. I love going yeah. to that stuff, but it's like, yeah. I almost wish there was a guide it's like if you're only going to be here for an hour see these things yeah and the players get in free so the the our our boys got in free and i was surprised and pressed and happy but like dominic really wanted to read every single word which is wonderful but that is not my attention span and any type of museum i want to go opening i want to go for an hour and i'm good to go like i you know you had a map i wanted to highlight i wanted to see the women's baseball area right that they showed in a league of their own um i wanted to see they have the african-american history part of it i definitely yes. wanted to see that yeah and then the rest i was like yeah i don't really whatever i love the all the collector's card stuff the kids love that and then the that whole was cool. like the whole like i don't know baseball records you know shortest person tallest person oh that was most fun. home runs yeah that was cool like i don't That's know a good. lot of the names and seeing the uniforms when they were established, like it was cool. I mean, I, I would say, I mean, our, our dad loves baseball. Yeah. And my so favorite player just, being yeah. George Brett from the Kansas City Royals, like seeing just even taking a picture of the plaque because he's in the Hall of Fame. That was cool. Like the Hall of Fame thing was yeah. also like seeing the actual Hall of Fame was cool. I mean, we went, it makes me think, do you even remember like, so going to school in South Bend, like the College Football Hall of Fame was like something that we the college football hall of fame was like the place where special events were do you remember going there i don't remember, I remember ever going there. i just remember going there to go there for an event and to like drink but yeah i don't, I don't remember, remember going attention. there as a museum experience yes. no mm-hmm. no so no. that was kind of my last memory of that which the hall of baseball hall of fame is right but i'm also not i i mean during college absolutely loved watching the football games but i have my tolerance for football i don't i feel like it's just yeah, like yeah, that it's like sure. football's so violent and um well so i just am so. not as much of a fan but and i mean our and then like my son doesn't play football so i don't care about it like my son so, plays baseball so i care about baseball cooperstown so i think for us a growing up in kansas and b being a little further east and not on the east coast a little further west not on the east coast and you being in vegas totally different but i forgot and i know you lived in philly for a while how cool the old old stuff is right things that are like pre pre-civil war um pre-revolutionary war like it was just old the area was old There's oh, just everything old was stuff. old like the buildings in oneonta where where we stayed were like three and four story old old building you know like victorian homes we looked yeah. up like how so old neat. were those yeah. and um th- those that was beautiful so that's like the, all, that all that harm right and yeah the cooperstown area itself i mean it's built on it's built on the hall of fame right cooperstown new york itself and yeah so and, and on, season, yeah, the area oneonta yeah fair enough the season uh, is basically, Lake. you know what june through september the hall of induction of the mlb induction is a huge part for that area too aside from these tournaments so um outside of that it's you know everyone's it's like that's the entire economy 
Um, yeah. So yeah, that was cool. It's a little strip of shops and things. We had a good time doing that. Um, my favorite too is Glimmerglass State Park, Jess, which so yeah. Cooperstown sits on a lake, which is Lake Atsika and or Atsigo Atsigo Lake Ego Atsigo yeah and the north side of that was this Glimmerglass State Park which we drove up the lake itself is like 10 miles long which is crazy it's like a long narrow and they had a beachfront there was a beach that That was was beautiful it had a concession stand a brand new like clubhouse right with nice bathrooms and everything coming from the city of chicago beaches <laughs> was a big no upgrade. it was adorable yeah. yeah that little area was adorable and we really went up there to go see hyde hall which was an amazing um jane austen era manor that sits kind of up on a hill and overlooks the lake yeah yeah um but and also <clears throat> and they have like one of the right a covered bridge yeah there were a couple covered bridges like and the, one the was... only um ex- the only covered bridge in the state of new york and in the united states with like a single something or other it was some the way that it was engineered it's the only one yeah still standing. yeah yeah and then um yeah seeing all like that beautiful old kind of yeah like english manor was all beautiful and then we also did some hiking yeah which was fun and um i know we we, i know we talked about it in other podcasts but you know hiking is wonderful if you're not used to bugs make sure you bring bug spray and yeah i mean it was it was the height of summer we had fantastic (laughs) weather that entire week yeah it rained a lot which made it cooler um but it's it's a wooded region right and it was humid so there was a lot of Mm -hmm. like flying things and then um so that i would say to do hang around downtown cooperstown main street hang around that area even oneonta a lot to do downtown downtown oneonta lots to do hiking and if you get a chance to check out glimmerglass state park and then kind of looking at shopping one of my favorite experiences that we had you know was lord and lady farm yeah so as we said we're yeah gave the soaps to uh, the two soaps some of the soap i bought to some friends as little gifts yeah Um, we were staying kind of on a farm and Kelly saw this little sign that said Lord and Lady Farm and she was like, look it up. And like we said, Facebook was where to go for things. And so we saw on Facebook, it's a little shop um, and we pulled up to an adorable, of course, red house with white trim and a, this tiny little barn and she had goats and um, there was a Jennifer Lord that came out. Was yeah. open. Yes, Jennifer Lord. The Lord came out and she was like, oh, just feel free to shop. She made a lot of stuff herself. There was those goat goat milk salted caramels they had this, she had goat cheese yeah like i think people have you have to if you're going to drive on that road you have to stop there to get the the goat's milk salted, salted caramels, caramels. They're, yes. to die for. they're ridiculous we did not buy and enough then, of them yes and um and then she made a lot of products like goats from her anything from the goat you can milk. make from goat's milk she right? was making it right and then Everything. Then she had other products. Like I had a hard time being gluten-free in that area. Right. And so um, they had gluten-free baked goods in there. And then she said she tried to have things from locally owned female run businesses. Mm-hmm. 
And so anything she didn't make, um, it would be from a locally owned, uh, woman owned business. And so they had little signs and hand towels and I got a sugar scrub. I got some cool. I never saw that before. It was like a Play-Doh soap for Geo. So at home, it's like he, you can play with it in the bath and it turns to bubbles. It's pretty cool that she made. Um, and so that was, that was so much fun. And then also if you want to see the goats, um, and she's available. She will give you a tour um, to see the goats. Um, what else, Kel, uh, shopping wise, did so you in, like? In Oneonta, there was this really cute uh, shop called Fashion in Action downtown. We kind of wandered in there after lunch and or while we were waiting on lunch, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a lady who buys a lot of stuff in India and then brings it back to sell there. Um, she was very much active in the Oneonta community in Little League. Yeah. The yeah. proceeds of her shop were to buy and support a school in India. So her and her husband a couple of years ago had made a decision to support um, a school in India, which was. Yeah, they awesome. go to India often. They obviously have been halted by uh, the pandemic, but, um, all their proceeds. So they had a lot of stuff that she had brought back from India to sell and then give the proceeds back to a school that they support there. And we were able to get some beautiful fabric Mm -hmm. there. And, um, the owner was, was, was really friendly and great. Um, I also loved, um, all about girls, which is by double day field Mm -hmm. in Cooperstown. And, um, that is a shop that has just stuff for girls and baseball and softball. Um, you know, my oldest is a softball player. Um, so that was fun to go into and, and, um, you know, find some souvenirs. And I also, you found the shop and yes, the top shop, which was tops by David and Adam and David and Adam have a, I think a huge YouTube channel, probably podcast too. Um, they've been around since 1991. And so this was their baseball card shop that our boys went into. And it was so funny. They also had Pokemon cards, right? So you were buying Pokemon for Beckett baseball cards for Wes. I was buying baseball cards for Dominic and then baseball cards for Justin, because my husband is also a baseball card collector. So if you spent over a hundred dollars, you got to go pick something for free. And our boys got to tops backpacks. And then we got in the car and they opened up the backpacks and the backpacks had baseball cards in them. And I just, Oh, their faces, right. They were high-fiving and oh, like they were screaming. Like, so... By the way, is that, what is Wes using? Cause that's Dominic's backpack for school right now. Oh really? Oh, that's yes. cool. Yes. I'm surprised. I'm like, Oh, let's see how long it'll make it. But no, Dom's obsessed with that backpack. So that was funny. And that was cool that they, that they did that. Yeah, that was well, Anybody who is a baseball card or a sport card or just any card collector right now knows that you can't find stuff in the city. Shelves will be cleared at Target or limit one packet per person. And here going into this top shop and it was like, buy anything you want. And there was stuff that you couldn't yeah, find anywhere at else. Good so prices. Cool. I, I couldn't yes. believe the price because we had a little shop here that, that we took even your boys to, but yeah. the prices now have doubled and tripled since December. So we don't even really, you know, we'll Justin will still check there, but it's like crazy. So yeah, because we have, because, because our, our youngest boys are Pokemon card collectors. So for sure, if you're a card collector, that would, that's a great place to hit. Um, and then also you discovered this, I'm not taking credit for it, but Cooper Country oh, Crafts. Yes. I, so it was, it's a, it's a co-op, right? Yeah. How you say that? Like a co-op though. So, um, all of Local the various artisans, artists, mm-hmm. um, all take turns 
uh, manning the shop and then they all sell their various stuff. Um, you can get, if you're a huge animal lover, you can get little uh, souvenirs for your pets that you've left at home. I got some cookies for Teddy and some catnip for Coco and Rascal. And then you found the hand-woven towels. The lady who was working that day, she had said she made these towels. So she has a loom and she makes handmade towels, which was so cool. And I just think, you know, as we get older, I just really appreciate, especially chasing brighter, the fact that people like do something you love. Yeah. And these people are all doing something they absolutely love and just supporting that just seemed really like a great idea. Right. My, I'm obsessed with my hand woven towels. Are you using them in your kitchen? I know you're in a kitchen reno, but I just did what you did. Cause I walked in late and I was like overwhelmed. Cause I, I love some crafts and I know Wes and Kelly were done shopping. And so I'm like, what's Kelly buying? I'll buy what Kelly's buying. And it was those women's hand towels, the kitchen towels. They are incredible. Are, have you used them yet? They're, they're like ridiculous. Anyway, okay, then I they're need to thick use them. And amazing. And like we are really hard on our kitchen towels. And I'm really weird that I think a kitchen towel should only be used to dry clean hands. But Justin thinks the kitchen towel is to clean the Free floor and wipe red sauce yes. off everything. And so there was like red sauce and all this stuff on this hand woman towel. And in my mind, I was like, what? Washed amazing. Like it's they're just I got two and it's like I can get rid of all of my other towels because these two are like incredible. So so listen, if you're in Cooperstown and you're in need of some woven goods, I'm telling you, it's a place to go. How about where we ate? How many awesome places oh. did we uh, find? Not awesome. so many. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of many of these places are awesome. I want to start with a big miss. Okay. And I know that you've knocked me in previous podcasts for my um, TripAdvisor fanaticness, but TripAdvisor has has always um, sent me to the right place. I don't think it sends me to touristy places to eat. And we have been all over the world and we'll be like, where do we eat? And we'll look at TripAdvisor and we find these little places that are so great. And so everywhere, Google, TripAdvisor, everywhere, where to eat in Cooperstown for a lunch was the Yellow Deli Cafe. In Oneonta. In Oneonta. And we went there and I ordered a side salad and you ordered a sandwich 45 minutes, right? It was incredibly slow. And these were like um, middle-aged men working. And I just assumed that they, and they also had worked for a long time. So it wasn't like they didn't know what they were doing, but it was a snail's pace. Everything it, was because, because um, the yellow deli is, is, international right mm -hmm. and what you and i would consider a cult it's like a commune it's like a modern day commune mm, commune i'm sorry i apologize for the harsh cult labeling um but it is a christian based group of people who have left the rat race and all live together work together all the food from the deli came from their farm and fun fact, all of the children are homeschooled. So when we were being, um, when they were talking to us about leaving the rat race and exploring their culture, when they said homeschooled, Kelly, were you tapping out? Right. I mean, the one thing <laughs> that's not a sale, just if you're trying to recruit middle-aged women, women <laughs> to a commune, you do not say that your children are homeschooled. <laughs> right. It was right. We work all day in the deli, free tea. 
the women are back home with all the kids. What, what is happening? Um, yeah. And so it took, there were not a lot of people there, right? It wasn't busy. It wasn't a busy place. One of the servers stopped serving us and went to the bar and started eating his lunch. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, it was different. It was very different. It was, they did all the woodwork inside. It was like a hobbit village inside, it right? Was. Like there was like little, it was I think cool. It was, it was very in there, but if you have to go anywhere in the next two hours, it was maybe get takeout. Yeah, the food was fresh. You could tell that, you know, again, these, this is like, um, I think a commune is like everyone helps you create your own stuff, you grow your own stuff. And so they make a living by, you know, growing all the food and then they make food there, restaurant, and then you eat it. And it was delicious, but it was really slow. And it was strange because they, I felt like they were kind of trying to put a sales pitch on us. I'm like, if you decide to get out of the rat race, like we're here for you. And it was like, mm. meanwhile, we're like mm -hmm. on our phones. Like we're hurry up. We're yeah. very busy people. We're very well, we busy. Were, yeah. We need to go. We were late hurry. for lunch. We were late for the baseball game. Yeah. 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 So if you, if, if we piqued your interest in exploring what that would be like to peek in and see all of that, um, that that's a place you could go if you're not in a hurry. Another place that was amazing but slow was Autumn Cafe. Yeah, you know, it had the most magnificent patio. And that was what I wanted. I wanted to go somewhere. Sometimes when I go out to dinner, I have this like vision of what I need, whether it's the food or the ambiance. And that place killed it. This huge patio um, in the back, beautiful lights and umbrellas, and it was evening and sunset and had, it was our first night there and we had to wait that was like our very first experience we made said, a reservation we'll you in 45 minutes yeah and we said okay we made a reservation and then we walked around a little bit and then when we came back um i would say how long so these are two moms traveling with two boys sitting outside in a beautiful summer evening oh we've got to have a delightful cocktail how long did it take for the cocktails to come 45 minutes 45 minutes guys 45 so we're minutes. fine with waiting for our food but yeah give us the cocktails us. Man. and it give wasn't like it was super packed no and even if it was one bartender it's not like everyone's buying drinks all at once so i didn't even I, the boys didn't the boys get because they had like mocktails yeah and which we shouldn't have i mean they would have a while right maybe it would have come faster i don't know but did but it took the a while for them to have their mocktails. as much it took them a long right. time to get us our but drink. then when we got the appetizer which was like the plantains they're insanely amazing it was remember the, the plantains on like the woodboard yeah it was amazing the food was delicious and fresh and i got some kind of like cauliflower bowl which was really good um and so the food was great, but like we were there a, a very long time. Yes. Yeah. Cut to, I know I mentioned this before, Best Buy Ever, the mini Uno card deck. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. We so always played Uno. Uno. We, we, we played Uno for a, for, a, for a minute, but that was disappointing, but delicious again. Um, yeah. Just slow. The, so the, the shortage. shortage. So those are kind of the misses. The other miss yeah. was Omegang. Yeah. Omegang. Omagong. Omagang. Brewery Omagang. That was a brewery that's in Cooperstown that recently was bought by Duval, Duval, big beer company in Europe. And I think they have a, a lot of very well-known popular craft brews. And we wanted to hit that place. Beautiful uh, tap room and 
it was closed. It was what? So open they said Wednesday they were open Thursday, Thursday, Thursday to Sunday. They were open. And then on Thursday, they were only open until 6 p.m. And so then we went just to Thursday check it out. By, and it was closed that day. Yes. And so then we said, well, we'll go on Friday. We called. And then it was unexpectedly closed for a private event on Friday. Oh, I think it was private event Thursday, Friday. It just oh, said, we're right. sorry, the shop is open or whatever. So that was weird. The tap room was closed. And also I felt like, I felt like some places are like, yeah, we're open Friday from 12 to 1225 and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 1102. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, what? How are we supposed to go there? <laughs> um, but the big surprise that we loved ended up going to twice was Blue Mingo. Bloomingo Grill. We had yeah. one of the families that we were traveling with was staying at a VRBO Airbnb nearby and had hit it and just raved about it. And they described it as like a restaurant on the water and really good food. And so we went and it was amazing. Lobster roll, lobster pasta, delicious drinks. It was cocktails. We got, yeah, we are the, the sriracha fries. What uh, else was a big hit? Tuna, oh, the ahi, the ahi nachos. nachos. Oh, man. Yeah. And we went, they had a little gift shop before I bought some pants that I'm obsessed with there. And then the, the, then everyone from the team wanted to go again. Some people missed it and we were saying how amazing it was because we were on the dock on the water. We went to, uh, they have a little market, right? A little market. Yep little gift shopping and there's got like, some yeah. cute yeah i got some really cute little uh like baseball earrings for mom there but um the so so the the second day we went yeah it was so good everybody that we and we had gone through all the stuff where you got slow service everywhere you can't get in places blah 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 and so we drove 40 miles to go back it was that good um, it's that yeah, delicious, and, really tucked away right on the water. And we just walked up without reservations. And even though they said that there, it took a while, like the boys ran out by the water and were like skipping rocks on the water. And then we went to the market to shop. So even if you had, you know, wait, some time, something and then, to do, I don't even know how long they told us, but it's seriously just a, a deck. It's not big, but they, they're, they're moving you around. They set big parties. I mean, it was just really incredible service. And delicious food. And who wouldn't want to work on the lakefront yeah. in a restaurant? So that Beautiful. was... It's like on the other side of Glimmerglass State Park, right? Yeah. And then the other place that we ate at that was in Cooperstown that we loved, um, although we were lucky we had reservations, was Mel's on 22. You remember yeah. that place, Jess? Yeah. Yeah. We, we didn't have reservations. I think we walked in and asked about seating because we went early like at 5 30. I don't know if they took reservations. I yeah, I don't know was. I don't know, but we got in and then then there was like a line and line of people. And so we so I think if you can't make a reservation when it goes somewhere, get there 5 30 or earlier. And um that was or delicious. unless you have the patience of yeah an that was good, fast, like just get us our drinks fast, right? Yeah. Good cocktails, good appetizers. Mm-hmm. Um food was really good. Remember, oh we had those burgers, Jess. It was a burger salad or what was it? Yeah. It was a burger salad. It was a, a bunless ham- burger. Yes. It was the bunless burger. And, and we need to recreate that at home. I forgot about that place. I was kind of like, meh, you know, and it was delicious. 
Yeah, I mean, and it was by the way, like a burger on a bowl with a bowl of lettuce and yeah, I sauce. Was, yeah, just and now that it. we're reviewing everything, I was saying not a lot of gluten-free options, but it reminds me that you and I shared a burger at Blue Mingo and they had a gluten-free bun. There actually were gluten-free options at every place in the area. And that's why we got that, right, the bunless burger. And they were like, oh, it's our most popular item. And it was delicious. Yes. And some kind of tater tots. Do we get some kind of tater tots? I don't know. Anyways, it's all coming back to me. <laughs> um, and then also just a quick uh, recommendation for a sandwich place. Uh, Wise Guy Sammy's. Oh, yeah. Um, which is kind of on Main Street in, in Oneonta. Um, Oneonta. And that is where we found fashion in action because we mm-hmm. had um, grabbed some some stuff at the deli there. Um, and so, uh, you know, lots to see in that area. Um, I would say, you know, if you're traveling this summer with your family, um, you know, bring a backpack, bring refillable water bottles, bug spray, sunscreen, bug spray, sunscreen, um, and some good sturdy shoes just because it does, it did rain, right? Mm -hmm. It rained quite a bit. Um, and so, uh, and bringing chairs if you can. Because the seating options on some of the baseball games, by the way, was not ideal. If you're driving. If you're driving. If you're driving. But for flying, yeah. Just got to... Pack an umbrella. Oh, and a hat. Guess a hat. For Umbrellas for sunshade and yes. um, hats as well. Yeah, yeah. So, but I thought overall it was an incredible experience. Yeah, you know, I think the one thing that we both are similar is that like if we're going to travel we don't want to waste a meal on a chain there's plenty of chains and there were plenty of food options but we really wanted to have a good meal and i thought things were relatively reasonable price reasonably priced too at the non-chain places yeah yeah absolutely totally reasonably priced hopefully you enjoy your trip to cooperstown as much as we did Thanks for listening and joining us today. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Chasing Brighter or on our blog, ChasingBrighter.com.